Welcome to the Improperly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick. And I'm Nicole Gonzalez. We live in a world where our lives are on display all of the time. There's a lot of pressure to keep up appearances and sugarcoat the crap. We're putting our foot down and saying we don't have to do that anymore. Everything is not fine, and that's absolutely okay. I got a little bit nervous when you said you forgot what we were going to talk about. I was My like, date? oh God, she took some, she took some more lavender. <laughs> I did take some before I went to bed last night. I forgot. And I feel I was like she's going to be stoned. Oh my God. I wish you could have seen me on Mother's Day. It was, Jim was just like, oh my God. It was so bad. <laughs> did for a minute forget what we were talking about because my morning's been so nuts. I did school with Jordan and then um, we're sitting at the dining room table, him and I doing school, which is like right next to the stairs to go upstairs. Yeah. And Ellie comes walking by with like homework snacks or whatever to go up to her room to do her work. And I, I catch her out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> I was like, um, is that a white claw? Your hand? She a white claw. <laughs> she was like, I'll take this upstairs. Like, she was hoping you were on lavender too. <laughs> I guess so. I was like, um, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, I just love the taste of these. I was like, uh, then get a seltzer because you can't do homework drunk, first of all. <laughs> she's like, well, you did Mother's Day stoned, so. Drunk, I have done, but this was the first for. I asked my mom about it. I asked my mom about the lavender, and she said she's heard that before too. Oh my god! Well, I got an amazing night of sleep last night, so I'm just gonna take it before bed. But God, it was so. I was like, I feel like I'm on heroin. I don't even know. I've never like I've never felt like that except for on like high doses of Vicodin or something. Yeah. So it was good stuff. I don't, I do not like painkillers like that. Painkillers make me cognitively like I am not there. Like after my hip surgery for the, like probably for the first five days, my kids would come to talk to me and I would look at them and want to respond (laughs) and the words wouldn't come out. (laughs) oh god that's terrible and i was like i'm in i was in another land because i was so it was such high dosage of just a lot and so it was yeah and i you know i don't like that feeling no no i would not be able to even like as much as i was like well at least i don't have to feel mother's day like It was fine, but I was so frustrated by the end of the day. Like it was like being trapped in your own brain. It was very frustrating. And then when you come down from it, it's almost like, did you, do you feel yucky when you, or did you just not come down? (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. I was laying, I was sitting, it was like nine o'clock. We got home from my mother-in-law's. It was like nine o'clock. I'm sitting in the recliner watching TV or something. Everybody's everywhere. And I'm just sitting staring and Ellie comes in. She's like, 
I really think you just need to go to bed. <laughs> like she walks me up to bed and like puts me to bed. It's so then good I just... of her to know that. Like, oh, well, it's pretty you know, obvious like to take I'm care sure. of you like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really sweet. But then she, I, I just slept it off and I woke up the next day. Yesterday, I was fine. I was still a little like dazed, but I was fine. Yeah. But last night I went to bed, I took my CBD oil and my lavender oil and I conked out. Nice. So I do feel rested. I will say that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. There you go. I'm going to keep trying it. Sometimes you just need a good night's sleep. Like. It's very true. It's very true. You just do. You've had, if you've had a hard day. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep trying it because I do feel like it's helping my anxiety. So maybe if I take it for a week or two, it won't make me Uh so loopy and I can take it during the day. But I wonder if they have like oils like that you can put like maybe on like pulse points or. Oh, I'm sure they do. But I try not to do anything like that because it annoys me. (laughs) Oh, really? No. Oh, that's right. Because you don't like, like the smell of lilacs. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't. Plus, I'm like, I think I just, well, I have these like, no, it's an attitude. I have a bad attitude because in the beginning with Jordan, like people were like, oh, every like holistic type of thing that you could do that supposedly helped with autism or ADHD. People were like, mm-hmm. oh, try this. Oh, try that. Like I was constantly have pe- having people like yeah. force their witch doctoring on us and so now I'm just like if it doesn't come from a doctor leave yeah which is not true at all I mean I really I just some things yeah I'm sure oils would help but just give me a Valium I'm to the point where I'm like somebody (laughs) just give me some pharmaceuticals (laughs) no not really the other day when I when I had kidney stones and I didn't have anything like I, oh. I told Larry, I was like, cause we have this like secret, um, like bag where I put all of the prescription yeah. medicine, like way up high where the kids can't yeah. even reach it and even know of it. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm like, go look up in, it's a leopard print bag. I'm like, go look up in the leopard print bag and just bring me something. And he's like, Nicole, there's nothing in here. It's all like oh. antibiotics and you know, like. UTI medicine and I'm like there's nothing like no hydros no nothing and he's like no and I'm like oh crap and so I think we did find something but it was like two years expired from my hip surgery and I'm like just give it to me I'll take two (laughs) but I just felt like I was like desperate and then the next day I was like call like call I was like don't you have like I know this sounds bad. Don't you have like any like juvenile delinquents that can like hook you up? <laughs> He's like, Nicole, I can't do that. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, fine. <laughs> How was your mother's day? Um, well, I mean, yes, I was drugged most of the day, so there was that, but <laughs> it was <laughs> It was okay. I had, so here's, yeah, I want to talk about Mother's Day, even though we've already talked about Mother's Day a lot, but because we did have a lot of feedback or like comments from people who also, in my mind, it's always like, I'm one of the very few people that struggles with Mother's Day. Like I'm 
not normal that it's so hard for me. But then this year, especially the more I'm on social media or like interacting with people who maybe I'm not super close to in everyday life, but like I've started interacting with a lot because of this podcast or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, I realized that Mother's Day is a struggle for the majority of moms, not the minority. Yeah. At least in who I am interacting with in some way. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's two things about Mother's Day that's challenging for me. Obviously, you know, that I don't have a close relationship with my mom is, is hard. And even before we really stopped talking, it was always hard for me because I felt like, something was wrong with me that we didn't have a close relationship or um, I was just really selfish or, you know, all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. or like seeing other people like you and your mom who are so close and such good friends and communicators with one another and seeing people like pay that tribute to their mom on social media Mm -hmm. was always so hard for me because I'm like, I couldn't even buy a greeting card, like a Mother's Day card that I didn't feel like was bullshit, you know? And so Mm -hmm. yeah, that has always been challenging for me. But then the other thing is that Jim is not great at like celebrating holidays anyway, like to the Mm -hmm. point that Mm -hmm. even in the early days of our marriage, I was like, you know, and part of it was necessity. Like we didn't always have the money to exchange gifts or, you know, do things. And part of it was just knowing like expectations were always going to be let down. Like he's just Mm -hmm. not good at it. And I'm not good at it. Like neither of us are. And so it was very early on that we were like, you know what? We don't exchange birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, Valentine's. Like, we just don't do that. And so, mm-hmm. um, but for some reason, it always, like, Mother's Day is always like, okay, this is the one time you could try. <laughs> but, like, this year, yeah. I bought myself some plants. I bought myself a new dining room table. Like, I definitely got gifts, but it was stuff that I picked out, which is fine. I'm okay with that, Mm -hmm. but still Mm -hmm. like nothing from the kids, no like card, nothing this year. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, huh, that's fine. But I, I prepare myself for it, but still when it happens, I'm like, well, you guys suck. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of how it is at our house, except I had to be like flat out honest with Larry from the very beginning Yeah, (laughs) because I had to tell him, look, the reason why I make a big deal for you on your birthday and for the kids on their birthdays. And do you see how I make a big deal for Valentine's day? Like, I'm not saying like expensive gifts, but just the celebration of the day is because that's important to me. Yeah. You know that it's important to me. And so you need to help the kids yes. reciprocate that back to me. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. I feel like Jim and your kids should know by now yeah. that it is important to you. Yeah. Yeah. So Some I'm years, sorry. Oh, it's okay. 
some years they've done a good job. Like he'll take them and I know they're being most years he'll take them. They'll get some flowers or they'll. And I think Mm -hmm. this year, maybe it was like, he knew that I had gotten plants and I had gotten that. And so it was like, okay, you're handled. Like, I don't know. And I know he intended to, this is what I don't understand. A few days before he was like, okay, so Saturday I'm going to take the kids for a few hours, you know, we'll let them do their thing. And you know, whatever. And then he never did. And so, and there was a lot going on. Like he had his own little meltdown. And so like, just, you know, emotionally things were just challenging or whatever. So I think that Mm -hmm. just distracted him. And like towards the end of the day on Mother's Day, he's like, I'm really sorry I failed this year. And I'm like, yeah, you did. It's okay. You know? <laughs> You're like, you can make it up tomorrow. Yeah, right? I bet you all the Mother's Day cards are 75% off. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know Do over. Happening. Yeah. I don't, like literally, yeah. it was definitely one of the worst efforts they've ever put in. So, yeah. Like, I mean, fortunately, I was, like, a little loopy, so I didn't even care. And now, like, (laughs) today, I'm like, well, whatever. It's not like, I know they love me. I know they appreciate me. They do. And so that's really, and it is one of those, it's like, it is a Hallmark holiday. Like, I do recognize that. totally. And so, but it's just the expectation. Like, every, somebody, somebody um, messaged us after one of the podcast episodes, like, I prepped all the food. I cleaned the house on Saturday. Like I got everything ready. Uh All my husband has to do is like throw the kebabs on the grill or whatever it is that she had done. I can't remember. Yeah. And she's, and it was like Saturday night. She's like, and I've already started drinking. It's going to be great. (laughs) Like, but she literally (laughs) set everything up for him to so that she could have the day that she wanted but she did all the prep work mm-hmm. and I'm like this is what we have yeah. to do how I did too how is this the world that I we did live in that thing. this is what we have to do in order to have a relaxing day we have to work either doubly hard on Saturday or doubly hard on mm-hmm. Monday to recover or both probably to recover yep to repair yeah clean yeah. up like it just the shit show how I just I don't really think there's very many I mean, I, okay, so I was raised by an awesome man. Yes. Okay. Like yeah. amazing man yes. who would go above and beyond for his wife and did the dishes and did the cooking. Yeah. And I had four brothers who were all amazing men. I am married to an amazing man. Okay. I still don't really know a man who could get the shit done. Get it all done mm-hmm. so that a wife doesn't have to do anything and doesn't have to wake up Monday and fix it. Right. <laughs> I just don't think. I think men, that they'll do their best. Okay, but listen, and I think why is this the case? They're not children. I don't, like. I don't know. I just don't think they're made to, like, do what we do. <laughs> I just. I just don't think they are. I understand that, but I just, I have to call bullshit on it because I think that's fucking <laughs> not true. I'm, I know. maybe I just have a lot of leftover anger here, but I'm, if I were in the hospital, you would be able to feed our children and clean up their messes and make sure their stuff got done. You would kick in and you would do it because yes. it wouldn't fall on anybody else's shoulders. You would do it. Yes. 
when yeah. I leave town, I don't, they have to. I don't put like food in the freezer like a 1970s housewife. Like I don't do that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you guys can figure it out, even if it's corn dogs. Do they go through Taco Bell? Probably. I don't care. That's what happens at my house. My kids love it when I'm out of town because yeah. Boppy takes them through Taco Bell. <laughs> That's cute. But it's so, best. okay, if you can do that, if you know you have to, because I'm not going to be around, then you can do it for one day. You can do it. You can cook yeah. the food yeah. and clean up the messes and referee the arguments. You can do it. Now, here's the thing. So I'm I'm feeling angry and bitter, all of this, not whatever, not really, but it's annoying. But then I see somebody comment on someone's social media, how selfish and entitled they are. Like they should just celebrate the gift that their children are and they should spend Mother's Day celebrating who they're like, that they get to be a mother. And so then for like 30 seconds, I feel like shit. But then I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) that's bullshit too. Like, yeah, come on. I don't, I mean, and I do, I am grateful to be a mom and all of that, but come on, really? I, that just felt a little mom shamey to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like those people I... that say enjoy every moment. Well, not every moment's enjoyable, Janet. No, so, nope, no. nope, not gonna, Karen. <laughs> Damn you, Karen, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> not gonna, sorry. I will, uh. Because they're not enjoyable. Like, no, not every moment is. So figure that out. Yeah. The kids were, they were annoying me on the way out. I tried to enjoy the phases. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, when it's over, yes. Am I going to miss it? Well, that's what I was going to say. We're leaving my mother-in-law Sunday and Jim and the kids were just being annoying and silly. And I was like rolling my eyes and like, knock it off. And my mother-in-law was Mm -hmm. like, you're going to miss it one day when it's so quiet. And I was like, I'll miss a lot of things, but I'm not going to miss this. Like, no, I'm not going to miss it. I, yes, I'm going to miss 99% of things, but I'm not going to miss my good hairbrush always missing from my bathroom when I need it because my child has taken it. I'm not going to miss my good eyebrow pencil missing. I'm not going to (laughs) miss. There are some things I'm not going to freaking miss. So don't tell me I am. Yeah. I don't miss, I don't think I'll ever miss the arguing. No. No. But maybe. Maybe. No, they'll probably still argue. They'll probably yeah. still be grown ass people, parents themselves, and still argue. Yeah. But when they're at your house and they do it, it will give you a warm, fuzzy feeling. But when they walk away like, and go oh. to their own homes, you're not going to freaking miss it. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Yeah. I was telling someone the other day, cause my, my boys, they're just boys. And I don't know if all boys are like this, but like they literally one second, they hate each other with every ounce of their blood. They want to kill each other. And two minutes later, they're best friends. So you know what? I am not going to break up every argument. I'm not going to settle it. I'm not going to figure out who was at fault. Or to fix it, because I know that they'll yeah. fix it themselves and move on. Well, and that's a good so, skill. You know? Like, it's a good skill to be building is how to get over it. Yeah. They know that, like, there's certain times when I'll step in and be like, that was inappropriate. Yes. You're, but for the most part, I'm like, 
I'm, I'm, I don't even care. Figure, Figure it, out, it out, fix it, move on. Yeah. Agreed. I know you'll fix it yourselves because you guys need each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kids, they can carry a grudge. Like they can go days and days if I'm not like, hey, because neither of them is good at putting themselves in the other one's shoes. So oh, that is yeah. where I have to be like, hey, think about it. Think this is what you do. So you can't hate him because this is what he did. You do the same thing. So, yeah. Other than that, I don't step in, but sometimes that's the one thing I have to do is like show them how to put each other, put themselves in the other person's shoes, like remind them to do it. My, I wonder if it comes with maturity and age because my boys do not hold a grudge with each other. Like literally, <laughs> literally, Quaid will say, I hate you, you fat piece of crap. <laughs> and then five seconds later, Eddie's like, hey, want to play Xbox? <laughs> like, okay. Oh, and then they'll, they'll punch each other. I hate you, you stupid. Like, that's the big thing right now is they call each other stupid idiot. Oh, and I hate it. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, stop saying that. But they'll say, I hate you. I'm going to kill you. And then five seconds later, they're laughing on their bed playing Xbox oh my together. God. I'm like, you boys, like, why do you do that? Uh-huh. And I don't know, like, should I not allow it? Or should I be like, you know what? It's just their love language to each other. <laughs> I don't I'm let like, my I, kids call names. I, ne- I mean, I never I have. I don't know why. I'm not saying that it's bad that you do. I just, that's one thing that I never allowed was name calling. For some reason, yeah. I don't know why, but it's not to say they don't do it, but they know that's one thing I'll yeah. get pissed about is name calling. I don't like it when they call other people names, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes with each other, I'm yeah. like, if, if I knew, like there's certain, there's certain, obviously certain things yeah, I don't let them right. say and that, you know, like that I don't let them swear at each other. I don't let them, you know. Yeah. I mean, I obviously will say like, do not call your brother that. Like it hurts his feelings and no, 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 no. But like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like my boys have developed tough skin yes. with each other and they know, yes. like they, I, you know, they know they love each other and yeah. that's just what they well, do. Well, and I think, I think with boys, it's probably, you know, like a brother relationship, just like a sister relationship. There are things that are going to be in between girls or between boys that they get it because they're the same, Yeah, you know, like I don't have a boy yeah. or I don't have two of one gender. So I'm more like, eh, that's not, that doesn't fly because he may say something that she's going to take differently than he means yeah. it because she's different. And so, you know, like, yes. I think that's why I'm more the way I am about name calling. But if I had boys who were just like their love language is farting and, you know, whatever, it would probably be different. I don't, yeah. You know, you know, when they, when it gets to be too much, you step in. I mean, I think that's fine. I don't know. I feel like I'm not an authority on anything right now. My child tried to take a white claw with her to do homework (laughs) today. So what can I say about anything? Well, at least she wasn't like sneaking it and like pouring it in a different thing and being all dishonest about it. No, look, I like these. I like these. Yeah, I would take that. I would take that honesty over anything. That is one thing that we have been very fortunate about is that 
even if she does try to hide things, she's not good at it. So we've always known <laughs> right away what's going on with her, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, she. she's like, it's not like I'm trying to get drunk. I just like the taste of it. I'm like, well, you're going to get drunk because you're not a regular drinker. So... <laughs> And you're all of like 115 pounds. Ugh. If that, soaking wet. You would think, but she's very dense. She weighs 155 pounds because yeah. she's so muscular. She's probably super muscular, yeah. yeah. God. <clears throat> but I, anyway, I'm sure she's still a lightweight. I'm like, it's not like you're going out to a bonfire with friends after a football game and like have a beer, I'm aware that teenagers do these things. It's the middle of the morning and you're doing homework. <laughs> She's like, it's rough, mom. It's a rough life. It's rough. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally, my life is just chaos. I just. Oh. Jim, Jim and I were sitting last night and he's like, every day it's something new. Every day yes. is something new and it's so true it's so exhausting yeah and that's when I was like oh I was having a day yesterday well I thought Ellie had a hickey on her neck we're driving and there's like this splotch on her neck and I was like oh where did you get that hickey who are you even seeing like where would you get that it's the skater. It's the skater exactly. boys. That's what I was thinking. I was like, God damn it. I thought they all thought you were gay. But anyway, they, <laughs> she's like, it's not a hickey. I don't, she's looking in the mirror and she goes, whoa, it really looks like a hickey. So then I spent the whole day wondering, like, who has given her this hickey? What the hell's going on? What secret life does she have now? Like, all yeah. of, I'm just a bag of nerves over it all afternoon. And Jim gets home and I'm just ranting around. What's wrong with our child? And he's like, and I'm like ready to ground her from everything in her life and like chain her to her bedroom. And he, he's like, we need to talk about what the deeper issue is here. You're just really whatever. And I'm like, I spend my whole life trying to make sure she leaves this house successful and ready to like be in a per productive adult or whatever like my whole life is about getting her out of here successful or whatever he's like um yeah. that's probably not gonna happen like <laughs> that's she's a good kid she's but she's not gonna leave here a 30 year old woman like yeah. she's still gonna yeah. be an 18 or 19 year old kid when she leaves our house who's gonna go out and mess up all kinds of things and and I just really had to get to like I am so, as much as I'm fighting this with every ounce of me, like every time she messes up or like makes a mistake or has some kind of like, oh, what would people think kind of failure? I'm like, I'm a, I'm a failure mom. Like all of, all of yeah, my friends. Yeah, I take it so personal. Yeah. Or like now that she doesn't even know what she wants to do after high school, is she going to go to college? Is she not? Is she going to do this or is she going to do that? Like it's all up in the air. And I'm like, Oh, I suck as a mom. Like all of the other moms are going to look at me and be like, yep, we knew that you were, you guys were doing it wrong. Look, here's the proof because we do parent so differently. We do have such an open hand and let our kids yeah. fail and, 
And that was a choice that we made, but I know how much it gets judged by people, or at least I think it does. Yeah. And so every time something like this happens, I'm like, well, all the judges are going to be like, we knew you guys were fucking it up. Look at you now. Which is so, that's so not fair to my kids because. No, and it's not fair to you either, Kelly. Like, look (sighs) at, look at your track record with your kids. Yeah. (laughs) Look at how many times your track record, your statistics of getting through hard times, a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, you have got through every single one of them. This is the thing that I question. How many of those hard times would they have had if we would have just done things the disciplinarian way? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the doubt. But you know what would have happened? They would have ended up being 25 year old adults and not know how to function in society. Yeah. It's true. I they know would have, that. They would have, I mean, you know, look back at the people who you and I both know yeah. whose parents had to hold their hand and umbrella parent them all their life yeah. until they, you know, went to whatever Bible college they went to and then became adults in society and didn't know what to do. Yeah. They were lost. Yeah. And then they effed it up then when they were 25 and 30 because they didn't have parents that open hand, you know, and let them fail when that I've learned so much from my, my parents about letting your kids fail while they're still in the protection of your home. It's true. Then you're there to help them through it. And it's true. It's hard. It is it's so true. hard to do, but yeah, I mean, my parents, okay. Take for granted, take for instance, me, they didn't want me to date. I wasn't allowed to date all through high school. Okay. Even though I tried to sneak it and lie and hide <laughs> and I did not know how to have a real relationship. Yeah. Like I didn't know because I, I didn't have that. Like it was all sneaking and hiding and lying and, yeah. you know, trying to hide it from my parents and sneak behind their backs. And they they know now, you know, they learned from that yeah. and did it differently with my siblings. But it's like, I want my kids to be able to make mistakes. They're going to fail while they're with me. Yeah. And you're doing that, Kelly. Like, they know. They know that they can make a mistake. They can fail. They can fail hard. Yeah. But you're there. You're there. You're going to be there. It's true. It's very true. I needed to hear that today. (sighs) I mean, I can't. (laughs) So how my parents raised me, I came home with a hickey. (laughs) And they were super strict with me. And my mom flipped her shit. Yeah. I flipped my shit when Ellie got hickeys because... I I was like, why would you let some dumb boy mark you and walk around with the stamp on you that you're his property? Like that to me is what a hickey is. Why would you do that? And that yeah. is, it has nothing to do with like, are you fooling around or whatever? It's going to happen. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not that, but for me, hickeys, I was like, no, ma'am, you have more self-respect than yeah. that. Like, but that's, yeah. I mean, it's yucky. Yeah gross whatever but anyway I oh yeah there yeah 
it's a whole, like, it's a conundrum. Parenting at this, it's, oh, it's just so much trial and error and so much, did I get this right? Like, and only time will tell, you know, like we're still 10 years away from knowing if what we're doing is actually working or not. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I know that I can. I know. And I know that I can tell you all this stuff and you can say, yes, it's true, but it doesn't make it easy. Right. Like on the hard days today. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yep, you're right. That's what I needed to hear. That's what's going to get me through today. But tomorrow when somebody does something really stupid and we're dealing with that, then I'm going to need to hear this again because every time it's like, oh my God, it's exhausting. It's just, yeah. I say well, that all and, the time, but I really it feel it. <laughs> well, we had a situation with one of my sons yesterday and I, rem- and we, it kind of came to light. Like Larry and I were laying in bed watching TV and that's when it came to light. Someone sent him a text uh-huh. and he like shows me the text and I'm like, well, you want to deal with it right now? And he's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then he, so then later on today I said, when do you want to talk to him? And he said, not right now. He goes, he, he said, if you want me there and you want it to be a good situation and for us to focus on it and have my attention, yeah. it's got to be later. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I, I have to, cause in order for him to, to be there and to feel like his attention is yes. there, like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. We'll deal with it when we, when we both feel ready. That's really good <laughs> that you can do that because I, that's one of the things that's hardest for me. If I know there's some dirt going down. It's really hard for me to wait it out. Jim's always like, let's give them some, let's give them some rope to hang themselves or whatever. And I'm like, no, I, this must be handled now completely. I'm getting better at it because it is definitely the better way to handle it. But yeah, especially for me, like I need some time for my emotions to go down and, but like even last night, so I get all worked up about this supposed hickey on Ellie's neck. And then at dinner time, Jim looks over and he's like, she's asking if she can go do something. And he goes, uh, no. And she's like, why? And he goes, not when you're walking around with a hickey on your neck. And, and she's like, I already told mom, this is not a, I swear to God, you guys, mom on your life. I swear, which she would never do, you know, like she's. Yeah. Yeah. She eventually she would just own it and be like, "You're right, I was an idiot." But she's like, "Yeah." We're sitting down. She goes, "I need you to know. I swear, I'm, I'm doing all the right things right now. I'm working so hard. Please know this." And so we get to, the, and then I look at it again, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's not a hickey." And so I'm just, then I feel like a total ass. But what was my point? Oh. The emo- like I'd worked through the emotions of it to the point where it could just be a healthy conversation, you know, like when I yeah. give myself an opportunity to work through my bullshit before I put it onto her, then even yeah. if it is something that she's done that we need to deal with, like I'm not bringing my baggage into it. At least it's just about yeah. her and what's going on with her, which before, before I learned to take my time and work through stuff. It was just a volatile, horrible situation. So at least we have that going for us. I feel like sometimes as moms, it's, it's a reaction. It's yeah. We quickly react out of partly out of fear. That's me. Like what did we do wrong? Yeah. Yeah. What did we do wrong? Like I did, 
automatically I'm like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Like what, you know, how is this going to reflect on me? Yeah. Well, we have to remember to, um, after you have this conversation with whichever son to like, how does it, re- I, I want to know, like, how does it resolve? How do you. Okay. <sighs> no, we don't have. To- it's not really that big of a deal, but it just, you know. Yeah. Or we and don't. so it's like. But I, and I could have totally just been like, I'll deal with it. Don't worry yeah. about it. But it's like, no, he's at that age now at junior high where his dad needs to be involved in yeah. conversations. Yeah. And- Jim is definitely like right now with Jordan is definitely stepped up as far as it's all the correcting and the guiding and all of that is coming so much more from him. And it's, there's a lot more bumps in the road. Like there's a lot more Jim, even this weekend. Well, and that was kind of right up before mother's day. Like that was part of Jim's like kind of breakdown was realizing he's not like the things that he wants to have in a relationship with Jordan, they don't come easy. Like having a communication and, you know, all of the things that he really wanted to make sure he had in a relationship with a son that maybe he didn't totally have, you know, having a stepdad and a dad, like he wasn't close to his real dad at this stage of life. And and his his real dad's not like a real warm fuzzy communicator like even to this day like he's mm-hmm. he's a sweetheart but he's like a stone wall you know it's just how his personality yeah. is and then you know having a stepdad even though they were close it's a stepdad like there's dynamics there that just are hard and so yeah that was definitely something he wanted when we had kids and have having a son, like he wanted to be a communicator and be a mentor and all of those things. And so he, on Saturday, he was like this, I don't know how to do this. I thought I was going to be good at this, but I don't know how to do this. And I got to figure this Mm -hmm. out, which is incredible. Like I was that I was so proud of him you know, for just getting to that place. But it's tough right now with him and Jordan. He's really like, they really, and Jordan's tough. Like he's not, he's like talking to a brick wall. You never know what you're saying. Like what of it is getting in there and what of it is just not. And so just because not being a very good communicator about Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want for dinner? You know, it's hard for him to communicate. Yeah. So, yeah. And for him to understand emotions. Yes. Yes. So anyway, that, I don't know. It's anyway, this is a tangent, but it's interesting time of life. This, these formative developmental years of like emotional development, dads and sons, moms and da- daughters, it's really tough. Yeah. I wish there was like, I wish there was a handbook that tells us how to do it. (laughs) I know. But I'm learning too that like the more, 
the more I take a deep breath and do it, like Larry and I do it our way, Mm -hmm. the more successful we are. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't parent my kid like I see you do it. Yeah. Because then it's, I feel like I'm shoving a round peg into a square hole. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work. And, and I can't parent Quaid how I parent Eddie. Right. And the more we realize that and the more we take a deep breath and just, you know, I was listening to um, a podcast yesterday, the one with Jen, Jen Hatmaker's podcast with um, Glennon Doyle. Uh Uh-huh. About is it true and is it beautiful? Yeah, it's truth. Yeah, and I'm like, I I am so gonna use that right now with every aspect in my home, even when it comes to my kids. I'm gonna ask them, is this is this love? Is this beautiful? Yeah. Then it's truth. Yeah. You know, is it because if it's not full of love and it's not beautiful, then it's not truth and it's not it's not true for you. Right. And um, you know, I think, I think being home, mm-hmm. I thought, this is what I thought about a lot on mother's day is being home so much right now together. Yeah. I feel like we kind of detoxed from the toxicity around us. Yeah. Like we cleaned ourselves out almost. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be so careful and cautious about what I let back in. Yes. I, even when it comes to the people I'm around and the people who I allow my, uh, who I allow my kids to be around and even the music that I listen to and the places that we go and how much, how involved we are. Yeah. Like I really, I just want to be so conscientious and, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I want to be so careful and well, like um, just a guard. purposefully choose. Yeah. Yeah. Purposefully choose, choose what, what I let back in. Yeah. And, and is it love? Is it, is it beautiful? Is it, is it going to bring beauty into my life and into my family? Yeah. Because I feel like at some point we were so busy and we were so surrounded by so much going on that we, I wasn't realizing yeah. even the words that I was saying yeah. and the, in the thoughts that I was thinking weren't, they weren't love and they weren't beauty and they weren't positive. Yeah. And well, I think this you know, has been a time of really, <sighs> Like all of those things, it's been easy to like root out the things or get rid of the things that we, we were doing that maybe weren't the best for our family or, you know, giving the best results in our family. Those things have naturally just kind of gone to the wayside, but it's replacing them that is going to take the work now, choosing like really, what do we want? What is going to be the foundation? If it's not all of these other yeah. things, what are we going to put in its place? And that's requiring like some thoughtful work instead of yeah. just 
the easy, whatever is around us is the easiest thing that fills that spot. Well, yeah. If we don't, and it might not go ahead, it might not look like what it looked like before. Yeah. You know, it might not, and it might not look like what, you know, my friend down the street is going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I and, think that's and what, that's okay. Yeah, it is. I think that's what's causing me the most anxiety right now is what is life going to look like now? Because I know yeah. I don't want it to look like what it did before. And not just within my own family, but as a society, like there's some things that could really be changed and improved on right now. Maybe yeah. it won't necessarily be like, I don't have any control over that, but I do have control over what my life and my family looks like on the other side yeah. of this, or as we start, you know, getting back to some type of normal. And I, it causes me a lot of anxiety and I, I, it's something that I'm trying to figure out. Why do these types of things make me so anxious? Because I don't have control over it. I feel like probably like, but do you feel like Kelly, I I feel the total opposite. I almost feel hope because I am in control. Yeah. Yeah. I am in control of who I let back in. Yeah. I am now, I'm, I'm not, I am no longer going to be controlled by a schedule or by a have to, you have to be there yeah. or this is what we, what we've always done. Nope. Yeah. Not anymore. Like I am taking back the control of my family and it's hard. Yes. It's hard to feel like you're going against the grain yeah. or against what people have always done or against what you used to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm, it surprises me sometimes with you, Kel, because you do like control. Yeah. And so maybe if you look at it in the way of like, now you get the control again. Yeah. I think that's true because I don't, I do, I love control, but I feel like I have to remember that it's not necessarily a negative thing (laughs) because I, um, I try not to be controlling. And so I, I'm finding where the balance is of a healthy control and, being a control freak. And so, yeah, I think that's a good point because I, sometimes I give away the control because I'm afraid that it makes me a control freak rather than this is my family. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to, that's, Oh, that's so good. Nicole. I do. I just need to take control of my, like, yeah. Of well, for instance, yeah. For example, mother's day, um, Larry's family all got together and I told him, I said, Larry, this year, I want it just to be us because I want it. I want to have a little chat with my kids. I want to be able to look them in the eyes and talk to them. And I felt like I couldn't do that if we were all together over with his family, you know, and I, I had a lot of feelings going on about the day and it just felt heavy to me that I needed to be with my kids today. Yeah. And it was hard because I don't think, I don't think all of his family understood why we didn't go. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I just told Larry, I said, this is important to me that, that I'm here, that we are here, just us. Yeah. And, and he said, okay, I get it. 
you know? And so at dinner, I, I had a little talk with them and you know, of course they're young. And so they kind of giggled through it. But the funny thing is, is I said, okay, guys, I want to talk to you about something. And Olivia goes, Oh God, you're pregnant. (laughs) I said, no, (laughs) no, I'm not pregnant. She's like, Oh, okay, good. (laughs) I said, no, I said, I just want you guys to know how much this day means to me yeah, and how much this job and this calling and this title of a mom, that it's important to me. And, you know, I think they, I just wanted them to understand. I wanted them to hear it from me and to understand the day, you know, and it's not just a day on the calendar that it's, it's important to me. And I don't think we could have had that conversation and that moment if we would have just done what we always did yeah, and gotten to, you know, and so it is, it's hard. It's hard to go against the grain. It's hard to go against what you've always done. Mm -hmm. And maybe it won't, maybe not everybody's going to be happy (laughs) about what you choose, Yeah, but in the long run, it's, it's my family and I have to do what I feel is right for them. Yeah today. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think yeah. That's really good, Nicole. I I have to process some of these things that we talked about because there's I feel in me that there's like a challenge of when when life gets chaotic or busy or And even though we're not going anywhere, we're not doing anything, my life inside of this house some days is just chaotic. And um, when, when that happens and I feel like I've lost control, like that's when the anxiety or the depression or things just rush in. And then it's hard to regain Mm -hmm. my footing or regain, like, it can take a week to be like, oh, okay, wait this, this is, this is how we do things around here. Like I am in control. I am the, yeah, I, I do set the rhythm and the tone of this house. And when I don't, that's when everything gets chaotic, but I, it's like a, what, what came first, you know, which comes first problem. I got to figure this Mm -hmm. out. I got to figure my shit out. it's not fair it's not fair to me but it's not fair to the rest of the family either like and I'm not saying it in a down on myself sort of way Mm -hmm. but there's so many things that at the beginning of quarantine I did every day for my mental health that I'm not doing Mm -hmm. right now like I came into it knowing I've got to stay on top of this so I can be the best me for me and for this family and keep us all okay and as time has gone Mm -hmm. on like showering and putting makeup on and getting dressed every morning, little things like that, that I, Mm -hmm. I know was keeping everything more balanced for me that I don't do right now. Like it's just some, some of those simple things. Like I have to do some things to get us back into our system. So it's not chaos Mm -hmm. around here. Yeah. For me. Like, and everything, yeah. everybody else will benefit from it too. But for me, that has to happen. Yeah. And I, I have to respect that too for you. 
because you're, I mean, you struggle with anxiety and with depression, which is something that, I mean, I've had bouts of it, you know, here and there, but it's not an everyday struggle for me. So your way of dealing and functioning and getting through situations is not going to look like mine. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you know, you, yeah. So I'm really glad we did this today. Me too. I was going to say one more thing about mother's day. Yes. So I was talking to my mom and she said that she, after listening to the podcast, she listened to it twice. She listened to it once by herself. Uh And then she listened to it again with my dad and my brother. She said that she wanted me to mention that after listening to it, she realized that probably not everybody is going to have the same feelings and love for mothering. Uh-huh. Like she does. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I, I didn't make that clear. Yeah. That it's okay. That it's okay that you don't love being a mom. Yeah. That it's okay that that's not your calling and that it doesn't feel natural to you and that you don't love having a house full of kids and that you don't love that title yeah. that you, it doesn't come natural to you. She's like, I, I made it seem like she, cause she was totally critiquing herself. Oh, of course. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, did I make it seem like it was the only way to be? And I'm like, no mom. Yeah. And she's like, well, can you please just mention oh, that I understand now that it's not for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, of course. Yeah. She just, she, she, you know, we were talking about it today and she's like, I realize now that it's not for everybody yeah. and that it's okay that it doesn't feel good yes. <laughs> and that it doesn't feel natural and come natural. And that, you know, being a mom, isn't all butterflies and rainbows and, you know, full of love and yes. joy. Like it was, like it was for my mom. <laughs> like, and even though it was most of the time for your mom, there were still days that it was like, Oh yeah. And but she just loved it. I mean, she, it really, yes. it really did just come natural to her. It I really, mean, of, yeah, it just does. Yeah. There and that's obvious. Few. That is not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've met very few people in my life that that is the case. Like it is for your mom. And that's, yeah. and that's like, not that either is better or worse than the other. It's, it's not, but it's, it's like, no, like, it's just a special gift for her that, that. Yeah definitely how it was I don't yeah. I mean maybe it's just because I know her but I don't think that came across you know that way and even the feedback that yeah. we got it was very sweet but I do think that's a valuable conversation is that it's it's not that way and it doesn't make you a bad mom if it doesn't feel that no way. I mean yeah. I wouldn't trade my kids for the world but if I yeah if I were a 20 year old right now and lived in the world that I live in right this minute, I don't know that I would have even chosen to be a mom. And I don't like, because it's more of an obvious choice now. Like my, my friends that I have that don't have children, I'm just amazed by them Yeah, because I, it wasn't even ever a thought in my mind of if it was an option, it was just what you do. And, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have kids all over again, but I just, I don't know because it's such a different, um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a different perspective now than what I remember it being yes. at that age. And yeah. so, 
Like I say to Ellie all the time, you know, you don't have to have kids. Right. And and she's like, I'm going to have kids. I love kids. I want to be a mom. Yeah. It's great. And then there's my daughter that says, no, absolutely not. (laughs) I just, I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't remember ever hearing or ever thinking like it was an actual respectable option to not have children. Like, I don't know that I ever even. Which I love the world that we live in now because girls don't feel pressured. Yeah. You know, they, they, our daughters see opportunities and, you know, success in the world aside from whatever they can birth in their, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. No. But I also was raised by a bomb ass mom. And so (laughs) to me, that was awesome. Yes. You know, the way that she, I mean, she was a force of nature and the way that she did everything, you know, I wanted to aspire to that. And I loved kids even growing up with six younger siblings. I loved kids. But I love it that my daughter has these aspirations and these goals and it doesn't have to include a husband and kids. (laughs) So I love that about her. Yes. It's awesome. Oh, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad the pegster sent that message. That's a good, that's a good way to end today. What do we have to look forward to? Oh, I was, I feel like right now we have like, Last week, we were looking forward to Mother's Day. What do we look forward to now? We have our listener appreciation podcast episode next week. Yes, we postponed from this week. I'll put that in the beginning saying that we postponed that from this week because we want to make sure we're giving everybody a chance. Last week was so busy and people were so running and getting prepared for Mother's Day and all kinds of things. So we wanted to Make sure we have plenty of time to get more feedback. We have some good feedback. I'm excited to share. But um, if anybody wants to be a part of next week's show, um, even for like a five-minute snippet or whatever, we we want people to have the opportunity if they want to for us to record a few things this week. So we have a couple people I think that we're going to be able to do that with. But um, yeah, listener appreciation will be fun. It's, I mean, listener appreciation, but also just a celebration. And one question that we got was, tell us more about um, just how this came about and what this means to us. Um, mm-hmm. Like this podcast means to us and how it's fitting into our lives and how our lives have changed, which I think is fun. I think that would be a fun thing to talk yeah. about. So. Yeah. Lots of good stuff on and that if, one. You know, and if anybody else has any any questions for us, yes. I mean, I, I'm i starting to realize that there's people who listen, which blows me away, blows my mind that there's people who listen that don't even know me. Yeah. Like, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I'm blown away. I'm honored. I'm, I'm so, I'm just, I, thankful is not even the word. Yeah. So, you know, if you have any questions for us about who we are or, yes, you know, want to get to know us better or things that, that you'd like to know, or we're an open book. If you, if you don't know by now, <laughs> Kelly and I, like, we are an open book. We'll tell you more we than are, you nothing, ever wanted to know. <laughs> nothing is going to embarrass us. Nothing's going to put us on the spot or make us stammer or, I mean, we got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're an open book. It's true. <laughs> We're a special breed. 
<laughs> we are. <laughs> oh yeah. So good fun next episode. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I don't that's that's enough for me to look forward to for sure. Yeah, me too.